Naptown, the city that always sleeps. Most people think nothing happens in this town that is halfway between nothing and nowhere, but they would be wrong. There's plenty that goes on in this town for those willing to look. With the Midas Vault being robbed right under their noses, the crew is only left with more questions and no answers. With nothing else to discover, they turn their sights to the next target on the list. But Tanner has an old client drop by in between with a new case. Will Tanner take up this new case, or are other things more important in the city that always sleeps? So where we last left off, you guys had gone to the Midas Vault and not found anything really conclusive. Though Faye learned the next day that it had still been robbed last night sometime. Leaving you guys with more questions than answers once again in the city that always sleeps. So as the day goes on, about halfway through the day, Detective Tanner has a knock on his door. Hello, I'm I'm back. It is me, Herman. Hi. How are you? Good. Did you did you have any success with locating the artifact? Yeah, I located it and I broke it. It's all good. I I am glad you you seem to be in good spirits, I hope. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Here's the other half of my check of the promised amount. And I do have another job for you if you'd like. Sure. Sure, I'm not bursting with clients at the moment. Go nuts. <laughs> well, so I believe that there is... So as, as you know, like, me being able to see these things kind of means I... I have powers of my own of a sort. I assume you know because I I didn't notice any of these weird things happening until I started having some powers. I mean, they're not really useful for anything. They just seem to kind of keep me from getting hurt, which I guess is kind of useful, but... Wait, did you just tell me that you're impervious and you said, I can't imagine a use for that? I mean, I'm impervious to, like, knife wounds. That's... Alright, anyways, no, it's fine. So what can I do for you? What do you need? I mean, I am old and frail, and I don't really want to get into fights. So it doesn't really help me to be I'm not asking you to, like, go ten rounds with me. It's fine. What do you need? Well, I... There is an artifact that is stored in a downtown area. Zach should have thought about what this place was called before we got to this point. But here we are. Um, there is an artifact stored in a museum downtown that is not the historical society <laughs> that I, I believe my powers could help mitigate. I, I'm i not sure why it seems that I am drawn to it, but I feel that if you were able to take me there, we could knock out another artifact. This one does not seem as immediately dangerous, so I'm not as worried about going with you. I I appreciate the money, but... Okay, so a dangerous rock is one thing, which I'm going to level with you. I'm not fully confident that rock was dangerous at all, actually. Um, is there, like, a... Do you want to give me, like, a reason that I should just strictly start breaking the law with, like, no... Not even, like, a maybe kind of breaking the law for a good reason. It's just, like, do this illegal thing for me. I'm bored. I'm not bored. I'm trying to protect the city. Are you? I'm not. You know what I mean? Like, look at this from my perspective, right? You've asked me to steal two things. What was dangerous about that rock? It is a rift. Has anything good come from rifts? Oh, see, now you're getting weird. 
Nah, see, that was the. There were so many things you could have said. That was not one of them. I've. There were a lot of right answers. That's a wrong one. You can say it's a wrong answer, but can you say that you've never done something bad with your powers? My family was. That's yeah. That's not. That's not the same though. Like that's not the same. People have used their powers to kill my family. Okay. Yeah. And they considered it collateral. I got stabbed with a knife. I'm not like breaking knives everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, I still use a knife to cut open paper. The powers didn't kill your family. People killed your family with powers, you know. Like... But you do seem to uh, avoid dogs wherever you go, though, now, Detective Tanner. Yeah, I don't like dogs. Yeah, that's true. And I can't avoid these things in this city. My eyes have been opened, and I am stuck, forced to look at these all day long. Yeah, now you seem like all weird and crazy. This isn't good anymore, man. I'll tell you what, here's the deal. Here's what I will promise you. If you can ever like see an active, immediate threat because of a rift object, like it is going to be used for harm and its powers are harmful, you can, you can give me a shout, but if it's just, hey, can you go- How do you think we're gonna steal something from a museum? Let's start with this. How are we gonna steal something from a museum? I mean, you're the expert here. You're the one who does all the B&E. Oh, cool. Let me explain to you what happens. Probably I'll have to hurt somebody. Did you have to hurt anyone on your last job? No, 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 no. Look at it this way, right? No, I didn't because I'm lucky. No, because you're good at your job. Eventually, eventually that luck runs out and someone catches you. So let's say we're both caught there with our hands in the cookie jars. Are you planning on going to prison for the rest of your life? I think we could make an arrangement with the police, yes. We don't need to hurt people. We are trying to protect them. Okay, no, 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 no. Let me, let's take a step back. Okay, we go into a museum. There's a security guard. We get caught. Are you just going to be like, yep, I surrender. I was trying to rob you. Well, if we break it first, it doesn't matter if we say we're trying to rob them or not. It feels like you're not, you're not answering my question. You're answering a different question. Yes, I will. If we get caught, I will turn myself in. I will say- I don't think we should work together. I don't think so. You, you just said so many wrong things. I don't, I don't have like a passionate need to break shiny rocks. That's not my thing. All right. And then he leaves. All right. But like I said, if you ever have real cause to think that there's something dangerous, let me know. All right. It is evening, and you all meet up at the Historical Society, or the Mystic Grove, if you wanted to be there, I guess. I was going to say, I think we would like to tour it when it's open Okay. first. Is that fair, everybody? Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right, so you head to the muse- the Naptown Historical Society. Um, It's in the Historic District downtown, and it's a, it's a large but unassuming building. It is a museum and archives for Naptown, so there's a lot of different journalists moving about. There's some tours being done if you were here earlier in the day you would have noticed a couple of school group kind of things every so often like a journalist will pack up stuff and hurry off to go type up a story or something there are some typewriters going as you walk in um a more middle-aged gentleman comes up hello welcome to the naptown historical society what can i do for you lovely folks today 
I think we were just hoping for a tour, and Faye kind of like looks back at the group. Well, I am happy to give you a tour. My name is Clive Henderson. I have been with the Historical Society for many years now. I won't tell you how many, but it's been a lot. You know, soon they'll put me here on display. That's a little joke I like to tell. (laughs) But I can give you a tour around. Is there anything specific you're looking for? Or did you do like just the general tour? How big is, like you said this is like a museum. How big is this Um, It is about three stories. It is... Uh, I it is a good size, not like a city block, but it is a pretty hefty sized building. Yeah, it's okay. So it's hefty. It's what you'd consider a small museum. So like a wing of a museum in Chicago kind of thing. Okay. I don't even know how to describe it in Smithsonian terms. I've never been so which I know is more your point. I've walked past the Smithsonian. <laughs> but it, it is a decent sized museum. It is not a large museum, but there is not nothing in it. it. There are many rooms on each floor. Do we know what those rooms are before coming in? Did you guys do research? Have you ever been here before? Faye's probably been here before. I've probably been here for a gala. Probably. Just anytime Faye needs to have been a place, there's been a it's gala. Been a gala. <laughs> she doesn't go to non-gala locations. I was also going to say, like, if she had to research anything that happened in Naptown's past for law stuff, like, past court proceedings would probably be here. Okay. Okay, or not. If, if Okay, if we don't have anything specific, then uh, yeah, Darling will take a step forward. Oh, a general tour would be just so great. I am just so interested in the history of this city. You know, I was reading the other day about how this city was founded, and I was just, I don't know, I was just taken away. And she like is the person right next to Clive as we're walking around just talking his ear off while he's talking to us, I guess, to hopefully leave the rest of you open. Gotcha. (laughs) For investigation. So, yes, that works like a charm. He is very enthusiastic and well-meaning, even if the subject material is not nearly as interesting as he thinks it is. He is happily giving tours. There are some artifacts on display of different things anything that we'd recognize i mean does seamus want to do rift radar i mean yeah i could do rift radar to see if there's anything around but i mean we're passing artifacts that's why i'm asking is there an artifact that Faye specifically recognizes is my question but seamus you can definitely rift radar um i don't I can roll to see if there's anything that stands out that I would know the history of or... Well, you just said, is there anything I recognize? Okay. Is there something specific you're trying to recognize? If it's like... if That's not not how recognition works. (laughs) Well, but I meant like, I don't know what she's asking. It's like if I walked into an ancient Egypt museum and said, is there anything I recognize in here? I mean, you've seen daggers before? You recognize what the shape is? Yeah, but if I go into an ancient Egypt display and... There's something from King Tut. Like, I recognize that more than random dagger. You know what I mean? I don't think you recognize anything specific. Okay. I don't know what you're asking okay. for. All right. I'm going to try to take a look and see if there's any any rift imbued objects around. That is the 10. So many. Like, so many. <laughs> Not quite every other, but there are a bunch of rift artifacts. Has Ewan ever talked about robbing the historical society? He has not. Okay. It's not a ludicrous number of rift items, but there are more than you were expecting. I want to say it almost like reels me a little bit, just because I, I the way I, the way I imagine my rift radar works, especially if I'm like looking at the object that I'm uh, curious about. I imagine it glows kind of like uh, Assassin's Creed Eagle Vision, you know, when it like lights up the target, right? It like lights up the target with with gold. 
Yes. I imagine it's that. Like, every single artifact glows gold, and it's just, it's overwhelming. Yes. All of the artifacts in multiple rooms, or not all of the artifacts, many of the artifacts in many of the rooms start glowing when you do this. Where you're surprised that this building's honestly still standing with how many artifacts are here and that it just hasn't accidentally blown itself up. Or that they don't have robberies every other day. Okay. So, what was the curator tour guide guy's name again? Clive. Clive. So, Clive is pretty occupied with Darling, right? They're... Yes. Like... She has a dazzling presence. Yep. Um, I'm gonna get kind of... Not like whispering, but like just... To just to Tan- Tanner and Faye, there seems to be a lot of artifacts here, like a lot of rift artifacts here, like way more than I was expecting. Yeah, like not every piece here, but a significant number in like most of the rooms. That's concerning for a lot of reasons. Yeah, I'm I'm a little surprised this place is still standing, or that it hasn't been broken into previously. Yeah, also a kind of weird old man kept hiring me to steal stuff like this. He might have been hiring, what's his name, too, um, Zadok. You think so? Yeah, maybe. It seems, it seems coincidental, if not, you know, like, he's looking for magical objects, Zadok's stealing magical objects, it seems like, maybe. Does the Historical Society have art? Some, yes. Okay. Not a plethora of, but it seems to be more historical paintings, especially of things relating to Naptown specifically. Has uh has Ewan ever mentioned this place? He, this is he, almost like a gold mine. Right. I would have expected him to, but he's never he's never robbed here as far as I know. I assume that I t- filled everybody in on the the robberies from the Midas vault last night. Art said that paintings were stolen from the Midas vault. I'm wondering if there's a pattern in the paintings here worth something um if we go into a gallery place that has paintings do any of those light up that's what i was about to ask do any of the things that are glowing like i know i can't see them all directly like they might be like behind a wall but would i have reason to believe that some of them might be paintings i see i don't know if it's like it shows a dot on my hud or if it shows me the outline of the object i think just by sheer number, there's probably about one or two that are paintings, but it is not a common thing that a rift is a painting. There definitely are some paintings here that are rifts, but there's just so many other things here. I can't. I don't know if that's important or not. Okay. I think... Hey, hang on a minute. I'm going to go try something. Seamus is going to go leave. He's going to exit the building... And then look again at the artifacts. Like, try to see if he can sense the artifacts from there. Okay. Do you need me to roll that again? Um, no, we'll keep it, because you rolled a 10. There does seem to be some sort of barrier that seems to be inhibiting your... That's exactly what I was thinking there might be. (laughs) It seems... It's a copper cloud from Mistborn, is the easiest way I can say it. Okay. It just hides the artifacts, is what you can tell from this. It's not... Anything like the Midas Vault, which is like, uh, or which is extreme deterrent from robbing it. It is just hiding everything so that no one knows it's there. It doesn't inhibit powers. Okay. So, like, looking at this building, 
I can't see any of the artifacts, but I can see the barrier, or it just looks blank to me. It just looks blank to you. Okay. I go, I go back in, catch up with them. I was giving you some details about what is yep. happening, so the wrong conclusions aren't drawn. Yeah. Well, that my hunch was correct. I went outside, tried to sense the artifacts in here, and got absolutely nothing. There seems to be some kind of barrier that prevents outside, or per, that shields the rift nature of these artifacts, which would explain why Yuen has probably never done anything here, because he probably can't even sense that they're here. Maybe we don't tell him about this place. <laughs> Maybe not. My question now is, should this place have a formal relationship with the Order? Like, if they are housing and shielding magic objects, I don't... I mean, as far as we know, this may be an extension of the Order that we just haven't been told about. I I feel like we would have been told about it, right? Zach, can I assume this is not an extension of the Order? You can assume that. Okay. But is there a magical librarian... That protects it from all evil. His name is Zach, and he is the strongest person in this entire game. <laughs> the librarian. Does, but does he have any grenades? <laughs> anyway, you guys can continue. You, you guys, it was a good thought, but no, this is not affiliated with the Order as far as you know. And it's a fine assumption. I suppose we can mention it to Idris next time we see him. That's worthwhile. Also, I... I have a thought. Um, we could offer our services as volunteer um, charity bodyguards, so we could stay here the night. But what would what would prompt them to do that? Me offering to work for free tonight to watch their expensive stuff, mostly. I... Yeah, and how do you know that they're not going to assume you're going to try to steal stuff then? Well, you know, they might. If Darling can suggest that put a bug in Clive's ear that they might need extra security because of the robbery. Darling can certainly try that. <laughs> you can convey that to Darling. How are you going to do that when she's busy? <laughs> I uh, Mostly I would just like to know, I would like to know what Clive thinks of the the robbery from the Midas Vault, too. So I, I think at one point, um, like, as we're walking past some painting or artifact thing, that looks even semi-interesting. Um, Faye can probably like grab Darling and pull her to like look at it. And that makes Clive like stop. And it's like, oh, let's talk about this thing. <laughs> if you want to bring it up at that point. It is a painting that is by the same artist that did the creepy boat one. <laughs> <laughs> so Faye has to listen for 10 minutes about the creepy boat painting. I... I'm sure you must have heard of the the robbery at the Midas Vault, are you? Oh, well, uh, Midas Vault is a little above my pay grade. I mean, I like to think we pay well here, but we don't pay quite that well, so I, w- I wouldn't know anything about that. Are, are you concerned somebody's going to rob here? I would th- think you might need extra security. I mean, I don't think so. This place... We've never been robbed a day I've been here, and as I said, they want to put me in it on display next week, so you know it's been a long time since we've ever been robbed. Well, and- I, don't, I don't think the Midas Vault's been robbed before either. I just, I wouldn't want all of these precious it- artifacts to be lost. Make a convince roll. I, I, I want to try to help, and I'll explain why I'm, why I'm helping. 
um, I'm going to say to him, uh, I work for a, a private security firm, and uh, I think it would be worthwhile to to have this place be watched to make sure nothing happens. You do that. So, Faye, you get a plus one, and you just mark off of one of your help points from Faye. Yep. That was the plan. Okay. I've actually used those, finally. Yay! Uh, can I do one? Those are mechanically relevant. Won't take no for an answer? <laughs> sure. That seems very fitting. That's a seven. Well, I mean, I suppose... I suppose that could be done, but I mean, funds are a little short. I, I mean, if if there was like an anonymous donor who granted us a large fund for security, that might help. But where we're sitting right now, we just don't have the funds to do something like that. And oh, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be with any any charge. This place is too important to the city to uh, to have it be in danger. I, I mean, but there's so much history here that we just, it would be such a shame if it was lost to any of this nonsense crime that's happening where they're just stealing stuff. I would hate for things like this beautiful painting to go missing. I, I mean, I agree. This, this is not as great as his set sail artwork of 1895, but this one is a close second. And if if anything were to happen to either painting, I would be beside myself, for this is truly a great artist. Well, you know, we are all we are all history buffs. It is just we find this all very very fascinating. And Seamus works for a security company, and maybe we could find a way to help you out. Maybe either discount or maybe give you guys like a, a night to try it out. Circling back around, I'm, to yeah, like, I'm, I'm please. pushing, I'm pushing it. I mean, if you guys wanted to try, I, let me go talk to my manager and see if we could try something out. So he goes and walks back, and after oh half an hour, he comes back out. Well, I, I do need to take down some of you guys' information since we, we don't know any of you. You know, um, we did call, uh, Mister Finnegan's company and they vouched for him so uh we will have you guys stationed here for the next couple of nights and see like how it goes and if anything weird happens i i again i'm not really concerned but you know you guys have opened my eyes that with these random crime sprees something might be happening well that is so good to hear and i am so glad that you know we'll be able to help you keep an eye on these absolutely precious historical pieces so he shows he taught he takes Seamus aside and shows him the different doors where like where where you need to lock up that kind of thing where valuable pieces are more so and what areas like you don't need to worry about like this is a janitor's closet we don't care yeah uh so report back here around eight thirty tonight and tomorrow let's say and we can give it a test run Mr. Finnegan. Sounds good to me. All right. So he finishes up your tour with gusto. Of course. And wishes you all a merry evening and then heads back to doing what he was doing before. I guess we... What time is it now? Early evening. And the, okay. the break-in is scheduled for tomorrow. Or what you presume to be the break-in. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I guess I don't have anything to do until tonight. Cool. Yep. I don't. I don't think I do either. Considering I'm not robbing another museum. <laughs> I mean, you could be. 
You could be having a good time, but no. Yeah, but that guy seems weird now. Does anybody want to swing by the warehouse that was burned down just to, like, not do a big investigation, just swing by and see if there's, if it's actually burned down or if there's uh, evidence that the operation we had found uh, by the Mueller's has moved somewhere else? Uh, Sure. Yeah, I think, like, Tanner doesn't have anything else to do, so if, if, sorry, if Darling's thinking about it, then yeah. Yeah, I I don't think that would be a a bad idea, even if we don't find much, like, directly. uh, It would be nice to know what happened with that warehouse. (laughs) All right, so you guys swing by that on your way back to wherever... And the warehouse has been rebuilt. You guys sit outside for a little bit and you do see people milling about a little bit. There doesn't seem to really be anything going on right now. uh, Other than what looks to be normal factory work. There is unloading and loading of trucks. From the looks of it, it doesn't look like alcohol. But it is also the middle of the day. Well, not middle of the day, but it is early evening kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, man, they rebuilt or fixed that up real it's fast. Been like six, because it's been less yeah. than a year. Money talks. Yeah, I was gonna say if it's if it's just a simple warehouse building, that might be easy to build. That too. It is not a good warehouse. It is a warehouse. Oh no! This was just a comment on like they got they got their construction done a lot faster than we see. <laughs> and, uh, as darling's like maybe the Mueller's aren't so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Improving infrastructure, sanitation, the aqueducts. Yeah, except that it was Amanda paying attention to that, <laughs> not darling. Anyway. So you guys do that. Is there anything else you want to do while you're there? Or is it just a quick, a quickish drive by and look to see what they're doing from a distance? I want to talk to people about a theory if that makes sense, and that maybe could be in character, just while we're driving around. Okay, that's fine. Um, so I had a thought of, about what might be going on, maybe. Okay, so you guys said that you found, like, mud in, um, in the cell, right? That's correct. And he got super strong, and he was also able to rob a place that we were guarding, right? And that was magically guarded. In some unknown fashion. Right. Um, so here's here's my thought. I think he can I think he can uh, turn into mud and slither around like a gooblob and can like squeeze through like a crack in a door or something. I don't I don't think this for any specific reason other than he can get places he's not supposed to be, he leaves a trail of mud, and he seems really strong. So that's what I'm going with right now. Well, wasn't the... My impression was the vault had sort of an anti-magic field, for lack of a better word, in the foyer. Yeah, but I mean, magic's only as strong as, like, the magic that it's trying to prevent can't break. That wasn't the right way to say that. Do you understand what I mean? Like, any... feels like anything magically... Magical... Okay, imagine a safe door. It's supposed to be, like, bulletproof. Until you get a gun that's meant to shoot through safe doors. Does that make sense? So you're saying that 
if his magic was stronger than the magic trying to keep him out, he might have just been able to get through. Yeah, right, right. He might have just been able to push through that because he's himself is a powerful magical thing. So I don't know. All right. Also, I think he might be hired by someone that hired me to get the rock that turned Runa into a person. Other things. That's a lot of hypotheses here going down. Yep, yep, uh, yep. I I have had some thoughts, and I just wanted to share them with the group. If a creepy old man shows up, um, I guess I know him. He's seems like he has probable cause. What makes you think they're connected? Well, he wants to steal magic objects, and it seems like, um, gosh, Zard. Zadok. Zadok is stealing magic objects, or at least he's about to steal a bunch to of be magic fair, objects. Herman has only asked you to destroy them. They might not be related. I'm getting an intuition. <laughs> no, from I'm God. just letting you know. Like you're saying, I'm not saying you're right or wrong. I am just saying he has exclusively wanted you to destroy rifts. He has not asked you to steal them for him. Semantics, but you know, you know what I they, mean. Like, they don't have like immediately identical goals. Right. He, he's not intrinsically asking you to steal it for him. He's asking you to steal it and destroy it. Gotcha. You know, it's, it's like the difference of, like, you were robbing a bank to give me the money, and you were robbing of the bank to hurt the bank. He. I get you. I get you. I mean, it's a possibility, but, I mean, if, if that was the case, and, Faye, I am not saying, I am not saying this is the case, but, I mean, it. If that was the case, we could lump you in into that group. You know what I mean? Of people going after magical objects. So I don't know. I mean, we can keep an eye on your... What was his name? Herman, you said? Yeah, I'm going to level with you. Uh, you didn't write it down. I wrote down an old man <laughs> in my notes. <laughs> oh, man. This is the kind of note-taking I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> Did Zach think he'd need to open up this sheet? Nope. So, it was it Herman, Herman, right? I don't know his last name. Offhand. <laughs> yeah. That, that it's okay. doesn't matter. Well, maybe they can all start a club or something. A club of people going after rift objects. Oh, also, I'm unemployed again, by the way. Was briefly employed. Now I'm unemployed again. <laughs> Darling's face falls. <laughs> okay. Great. Yeah, no, not really, but that's where we're at. He did pay me again, so that's a plus, I guess. Okay, so I guess we we have enough to take care of the two of us and Runa for a little bit longer. Yeah, until I guess, I don't know, I get a job at like a box factory. Maybe this place is hiring, I could apply. <laughs> Something tells me the Mueller's will reject your application. <laughs> Not if I wear a mustache and change my name. <laughs> my name is Detective Danner. <laughs> so unless anyone has anything else, I think yeah. we go to tonight. Um, are you all just staking out the night? Because as I said, the break-in's meant to be tomorrow. Yeah, I want to do like investigation on stuff while we're there. Okay. D- is anyone? Are you all going with him? Or are you leaving Seamus alone? Oh, no, I would definitely be there. Yeah. I don't know... If there's anything for, I don't know. Do you, are you guys gonna just like let us in and like we'll have a sleepover there, or do you guys want to just have a scene pajama party? 
when you're an adult and it's for work, it's a stakeout, not a sleepover. But yeah, we are bringing sleeping bags and we do have hot cocoa. Okay, here, so here's my thought. Like, even though Seamus knows this isn't, like, the, the supposed break-in isn't tonight, he's still going to treat this seriously. Like, he's still going to do this as if it was his job. So he is not planning to sleep tonight. Like, he's actually going to do this. I was just wondering if, like, and if there was a narrative reason for Faye to be there or not. But, like, Faye and Darling both have, like, day jobs. So if they don't want to be there, that's fine. Because they have other reasons to not want to stay awake all night. I think Faye would just go home. So I think Darling does not join um, whoever is going to be at the Historical Society um, both because of her day job and she is going to go home and check on Runa in her apartment. More check on her apartment than <laughs> Runa because she doesn't feel like she's responsible for Runa. Ugh. Poor Runa. Look, man, I do not think Darling is a kid person. No, no, you're fine. I just feel bad for Runa because she's no longer incorporeal and it's like... Last arc, Tanner was like, we should do this. It'll be better for you. And then you guys just leave the 10-year-old alone for hours on end. Well, yeah, she's not going to come to a You can't take her to a fight. Or to a <laughs> Her fight. job is exclusively violent and dangerous. <sighs> oh. You go check on your... We're protecting her. <laughs> you want to, We're on an undercover stakeout. You want to bring a 10-year-old? Well, no. You did before. I didn't want. I know she's not good. No, I, I no, no. I meant not not earlier this arc. I meant just in general when she was attached to Tanner. You mean when she was invisible and she couldn't get hurt? Yeah, yeah, that's when. That's what I'm talking about. Anyway, so well now she can get hurt. So Faye, you go. You go have a nice evening at home, unless you're doing something else. You just said you're going home, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, darling, you come back and everything's fine. Hi, darling. How are you today? Did you have fun? Is the case progressing? Have we caught the bad guys? I am very bored. I'm sorry that you're bored. We're still... I haven't really had a chance to have a long talk with Tanner about what we can let you do right now. Because uh, I'm sorry that we are... I really think this case is really dangerous considering one of the guys busted out of a, a cell... A magical cell. Uh, so I just don't think it's very safe I mean, I, right now for you to be joining us. But we'll figure out something. Yeah, no, I understand. You're looking out for me. Which, I mean, I appreciate. But I also would like to do stuff. Because I feel like I'm Tanner's moral compass. And I feel like he's always lost without me. I didn't speak up when he attacked that police officer. And that seems bad and, like, on me, you know. I was right there and I should have said something. But... Well, I will think, I will, I will, I will keep thinking about maybe something we can have you do on the side to help you stay busy. I made you an omelet. Um, but until then. I was bored and I tried cooking. <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh, well, that's, that's worrisome. There are a lot of eggshells in this omelet. <laughs> Are you oh, going to try it? Okay. I, I did my best. It is also quite burned. I, you know, I will, I will try uh, some of your cooking tomorrow. I am, I need to get some sleep because I have to go back to work tomorrow and it is fairly late. Okay. I'll be, I'll be sure to get up early and make you an omelet. Great. Darling goes to bed. <laughs> also, can I, where can I sleep? 
You've been sleeping on the couch okay, or my guest bedroom. I didn't know I'm if not we decided. Entirely that. sure because I think you've bounced between both of them. Good night. I miss you. <laughs> night. <laughs> Good night, mom. <laughs> nope. Nope. That's not a thing. Nope. And just like that, <laughs> Tanner was single. <laughs> so, Seamus and Tanner, how's it going? Uh, I don't know. Probably playing cards. Seamus, what are you doing? Uh, I want to spend some time, like, looking at some of these artifacts, specifically the paintings. I know that this prop might not be the right thing to go down, but that's the only thing I know that's been, that like specifically that was stolen. But I I realized that that was only because that was what was stolen from the Cameron vault. Yeah, right. So that's the only thing that Art would know about. Um, but that's the only lead I have. So. I'm going to check out these paintings, the, the specifically the paintings that were riffs, and I want to see if I can get any sense of what they do. Sure, go for it. That is an eight. So you don't get a very clear picture of what they do, but they seem to encapsulate the essence of the places they are depicting. Okay. And what places are they depicting? Uh... <laughs> I just gave, I gave Zach a yeah. work assignment. <laughs> um, nowhere of particular note for you guys. Okay, so it's not important. Right. Okay. Yes, that is what I am saying, but you don't know exactly what they do, but it's... the It seems to not be the right tree to bark up. <laughs> okay. That's perfectly fine. That's kind of... That's honestly what I expected the answer to be, but that's what Seamus would be doing. Uh, I guess after that, Seamus is going to spend some time, like, looking around the building, trying to figure out what is powering that magic barrier. All right. Make me just one more roll for the rest of the night. You know, like... Okay. Just, you know... Ooh, that is a six. Cool. Sorry that you failed that one. (laughs) Uh, You are not really able to narrow it down. You're sure there's a rift artifact in here somewhere, but... The there's just too many of them. It's just drowning. There's out too senses. many, and then halfway through the night, you have the idea: what if the r- artifact is cloaking itself? You know, and you're like, it could be <laughs> anything. You know, and like have that crisis at like 3 a.m. I guess I'll just spend. If Tanner's still awake, I guess I'll spend the rest of the night playing cards with him. You start like picking up staplers, is like looking at it suspiciously. <laughs> put it down. Like, mm, don't think it's that. Excuse me. Excuse me. Give me a stapler, Tanner. Tanner's, like, fairly certain it'll be, like, clear when who he assumes at this point is just Clayface attacks the vault. (laughs) Cool. If it's not Clayface, I'm going to be really disappointed, by the way. Cool. So you guys spend the night and nothing happens as expected because they're planning on breaking in tomorrow. Is there anything you guys would like to do before tomorrow evening? I mean, I would report into, what was his name? Clive? Clive. 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 I would report in to Clive on how the night went, and nothing, nothing interesting happened. And then, uh, yeah, see it, see you tonight, or I'll be back tonight. Well, I, I thank you for your work. Uh, hopefully, you'll get some sleep before you have to work again. Hopefully, this isn't too bad for you. And I'm glad that everything was safe and nothing happened. And uh, Seamus will definitely go get a little bit of sleep. You're not gonna go to a diner first. Get a nice early morning dinner. Oh, pro- I mean, probably, but. <laughs> He's going to get food and go get, like, maybe four or five hours of sleep towards, like, mid-afternoon. Uh, yeah, we'll get back to that in a second. 
Tanner, are you doing anything or are you just going back to your apartment? I don't really think Tanner has anything he really wants to do. Like maybe the only thing I thought of is maybe swing by that biner di- swing by that dive bar. <laughs> wow, those were not the words that came out initially. <laughs> and uh just like stick his head in and be like, Hey, is that a cure right now? He is not. Alright, if you see him, tell him Tanner says he's a punk. And he'll beat him up anytime he wants. And then Tanner right. leaves. So, as Seamus sits down to get a nice meal at diner, you look up and see Lucio, who is looking tired and bedraggled, sipping coffee, and says, You've got to be kidding me. This is my favorite diner. Why are you here? Well, I'm tired. I've been up all night. And I'm trying to get some coffee because I don't get to go to bed right away. Why are you here? Funnily enough, same reason as you. I was up all night, and I was just going to get some food and coffee before going to bed. <laughs> Luckily, I do get to go get some sleep. Ugh. The order running you ragged again? How do you know it? Ugh. For once, it seems like you're not in our way, though, so... I, I wish you luck. It's it's a good day when you I don't have to keep shooting at you nincompoops. The whole time. Yeah, I mean, it's it's always good to run into you, especially when we're not actively fighting. I do, I do enjoy seeing you sometimes, Seamus. But it would be nice if you guys stopped messing with our plans because now I'm having to deal with a lot more work of upstarts who think that they can carve a slice of the city for themselves because the Mueller's aren't doing a good job of enforcing it. And do you know who gets yelled at when things aren't enforced well? I'm guessing you. Yeah, it's me. I get yelled at a lot. And then I have to pull all-nighters taking care of these little pipsqueaks who think they can run in the big leagues. Well, I can't say I'm disappointed to hear that the Mueller's aren't, aren't doing so great. Definitely means that we're doing a good job, right? He gives her a smile. She takes a, she gives you a death glare as she takes a long drag of coffee. Well, I, I understand why you are happy about doing well. But please, stay out of my way. And on this mission, don't die, because I'm still looking forward to killing you. Oh, likewise. And she heads off. Uh, now kiss. No. <laughs> <laughs> Darling, you wake up to a lovely burnt eggshell omelet. The whole apartment is filled with smoke. She's trying her best, but she is ten and has not had to cook for years and years and years, if ever. I was going to say, it's not like she was cooking when she was four and then went on hiatus. <laughs> You don't know her. You don't know her life. But no, like even if she was cooking when she was 10, like a normal girl before, it's been a long time since then. Uh, I think Darling like comes out and like fans whatever smoke has happened because the pan is burning. The smoke's how you know when it's done. Just tries just tries to clean up enough uh, and makes excuses to get out of the apartment as fast as she can. Okay, bye. See you later. Poor Runa. Anyway, so Tanner comes back to a nice egg, burnt eggshell omelet that she gives to him. Oh, thank you. It's delicious. How are you? I get... So, I can see truth, remember? Like, stuff like that. You know, we're, we're kind of connected for a reason. Uh-huh. Darling doesn't like me very much. Well, you know, I don't think Darling was planning on adopting. And I don't earn any money. So I went from me not earning any money to me not earning any money. And then adding another person for which I don't earn money. We could get jobs at the cannery together. 
<laughs> That's a solid plan. We'll we'll work on that one next. <laughs> hey, let me ask you something. You you can like see truth, right? Yep. Uh how far does that stretch? I mean I Oh, you know what? No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, you can answer this question. You were around. Okay, so before, do you remember before you turned corporeal, there was like that creepy old dude what hired me to steal a rock? Oh, so you agree he's creepy now. Okay, yeah, so he was sketchy, right? Yes, I didn't like him. All right, self-high five. I don't work for him anymore. I felt like that was the right choice. He did weird things. Just wanted to check. How do you self-high five? Hold up one hand. No, no, how do you? I understand how the idea. <laughs> uh, Tanner just hits himself in the face. <laughs> you could just high five me now. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> I am uh, committed to this this course of action. Uh, cowards quit. Anyways, so okay, here's the problem, Runa. I don't know what to do with you when we're going to go and do something dangerous anymore. Well. I could lock you in a safe and bring that around with me, I guess. Why don't we talk to Sylvia? She might have something that could make me have something that I've heard called plot armor. She might have something that might be able to protect me. Okay. Um. All right. We can do that. We go talk to Sylvia. <laughs> Narratively, she gives you something that protects Runa enough that Runa can come with you and you, like, you don't have to worry about her being shot. Why don't we okay. have those? Because okay. it's it's the same armor that Lucy has in Outlaws Wanted or Camilla, where it's like, Luna... I want one of those. Where can I buy that? <laughs> it only, it only works... Zach, how much does it cost at the <laughs> item shop? How many... How many no, but what I'm doing is like, she, she's kind of like... It, it only works for... It only works for recently incorporeal 10-year-olds and... Uh, and um, uh, imposition soldiers. Okay, no, actually, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. She gives <laughs> Runa a drink that enhances her powers in a different way, which basically allows her to become incorporeal when she's in danger. So it's not just she's invulnerable. That, that like it's not a, like it, she could give you guys a potion that would amp up your guys's powers, but it would not have the same effect. It for Runa because one of her powers was turning incorporeal or being incorporeal. She can now do that when in a dangerous situation, so she can follow you guys around. Yeah, it's like my mist form gotcha. back when we uh, played City of Mist. Oh yeah, way back when. I have totally forgotten what our characters were in that. It was Genevieve Numa. Well, Caitlin was apparently Runa. <laughs> well, I mean, it does take place way in the future, so maybe Caitlin just is Runa. What? Like, I, as in, like... That doesn't track. It takes place, in, like, in the 80s. You know, if Runa becomes, like, a, stuck as a 10-year-old again for 50 years. I don't think the timeline... <laughs> yeah, fans, you make that work in a timeline. <laughs> it works, Caitlin. It works. It's a tie-in, Caitlin. <laughs> this is now my head cannon. Anyway, anything else anyone uh, like, would like to get done? No, I don't think so. Okay, so we'll fast forward to the night of the stakeout. Are you all coming tonight? Yeah. Oh, you mean Caitlin's character yes. isn't napping? <laughs> no. <laughs> Some people have a job that they have to wake up for, Tanner. Me and Seamus over here risking our lives, face just <laughs> napping. Yeah, playing risking. cards. <laughs> just playing a little nippy nap, you know? Just a little... Just <laughs> So as night descends and you guys, the building closes, you guys are waiting 
And as 9.30 hits, a portal opens up and outsteps Zadok and a couple of other people. Dang it! Oh, I was hoping you would be here. I really wanted you to be a clay face! <laughs> and that's where we'll end tonight. <laughs> as darkness starts to cover the city, Lucia is moving quickly through the downtown area. She has a solid lead on the new gang's next target, the Naptown Historical Society. As she rounds the corner, she lets out a string of profanities as she sees a suspicious-looking car. Of course, the order would be here. Hey Wanderers, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Naptown Chronicles. If you want to hear more content from the Wandering Gamer Network, you can check out the Wandering Gamer Network website. We also post Let's Plays that we do on YouTube under the channel Wandering Gamer Network. On Twitch, we can be found at wandering underscore gamer underscore network, and you can follow us on Twitter at the WGN Podcast. We're also on Facebook and Instagram. The intro and outro music was composed by Caitlin Balgaman, who voices Faye in this podcast. All other music is openly licensed or in the public domain. Now, sleeper, it is time to rest. And remember, it is the gods who envy us.